You're listening to the Whistle Pulse podcast with me, Laura Hanlon, keeping your finger on the pulse with all the local info you need to know every Tuesday and Friday morning. day. Lainey and I are going to go hiking, aren't we Lainey? Yeah, take little Cleo. It's going to be an adventure. Very excited. And I hope you're making the most of the weather as well today. And we've got some nicer weather coming up later in the week as well to utilize. It's going to be, yeah, pretty beautiful after the very wet and cool weekend we've had. In fact... Fingers crossed, hoping for 20 degrees to be our max temperature today. It was just 12.8 yesterday. And looking at the webcams this morning, it is a beautiful sort of sunrise. Uh, Sunrise today was actually at 6.57, almost an hour ago. Sunset at 13 minutes past 7 now. But you've got this kind of like, I don't know what you, in the Kootenays, they call it the Kootenays Sea, you know, when you're at elevation and you're looking down into the valley and you have some low-lying cloud. Well, you have that just above the sea to sky on the way to Pemby and it's gorgeous with that fresh dusting of snow from the weekend. Yeah, a beautiful day. Looking forward to getting uh, getting high and hiking today. So enjoy the sunshine. Could be really good for uh, paddle boarding, all that kind of stuff. But overnight temperatures for the week are getting cooler, looking at even potentially as low as five degrees by dawn on Friday. But tomorrow we do have a return back to sort of full programming of rain. Some showers expected at starting tonight and through tomorrow. But then Thursday, Friday, Friday, Saturday, looking for clearer skies and warmer temperatures, like maybe, I don't know about this, maybe 23 degrees on Friday. Yeah, we'll see about that. But yeah, that's the weather, absolutely stunning up there. Alpine temperatures, you ask? Let me double check for you, because around Pig Alley, it's four degrees right now. Roundhouse is five, in fact. The uh, thermometer on Harmony has been fixed. It's 4.2 there at the minute. And temperatures in the Alpine are around sort of 30 Ks an hour. So kind of breezy up there. Nothing major. Nothing like we're going to see in the winter, that's for sure. But yeah, I'm pumped. It's going to be beautiful. Road conditions wise, uh, nothing really major to actually let you know about. There's still that 60 kilometer an hour speed limit change in between Brome Lake and Alice Lake that I mentioned on Friday. That's going to be happening right through until October 1st, and it is a 24-7 speed limit change, and that's due to ongoing bridge maintenance, so that will affect your drive. You're heading through that section of the Cedar Sky, so just give yourself ample time on your journey, that kind of thing. But I think I reminded you, did I? I think so, that we do need to change your tires if you have summer tires on by October 1st, which is looming. Yeah, real quick. If you have mud and snow, then no problem as long as they have adequate tread. But you do need those or snow tires for the winter. Legally, you can get ticketed and we've all seen it. People coming up with rental cars with inadequate tires in the summer, in the winter and how disastrous that can be. It's super serious. So, And it gets clogged up. People get backed up. So FYI, that's uh, that date is looming. 
not quite road conditions, but a valley trail closure as of yesterday that could well affect your commute. I've already mentioned that there is bridge repair under, uh, underway at that Nordic bridge across the highway until the end of the month. So that is, it, it does mean that the replacement of that decking could well expect to, expect to see detours basically, depending on how extensive the work is at the time. And those detours are via creeksides. So that could well affect your commute if you walk or bike on the valley trail, along with a section of the Whistle Golf Course being closed from uh, the 20th, that was yesterday, to the 29th. That's due to the ongoing Alta Vista Services Project relining of that sewer main line that's been undergoing all summer and is, in fact, causing an emergency water shutoff today for people in St. Anton's Way, Archibald Way and Tyrol Crescent. I've got a wonderful regular listener to the Whistler Pulse who lives up there. So if you didn't know already, <laughs> your the water is having an emergency shut off today from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. And that's uh, facilitating the safe replacement of the aging and corroded infrastructure there. More trail news, this time from Walker about uh, with their trail report from, well, just a few days ago about the trails between Alpine Meadows and Emerald Estates have... Uh, how do they put it? A high cost of entry. Very technical right now with their tread sections and those steep grade steps. Anybody who did the back 40 will know uh, you need all sorts of extra gears, as head trail builder Dan Raymond put it, mentally and physically to ride there. But uh, yeah, lots of uh, an increase in regular users, especially with the Sprout Network having been closed recently. A lot of people are utilizing other trails, that kind of thing, but also just from having had a lot of people use them over the summer. So they've got their trail ferries trying to work on those. They've been focusing on making delineator to One Duck Lake, the de facto bi-directional blue artery. And uh, yeah, uh, it's getting technical saying, well, biologically, it's not an artery, it'd be a vein. Well, I don't know. But uh, that's happening around the no-flow zone that they're working on too, including the biggest change to Shit Happens Canyon. I can't believe I'm saying that at 7.59 in the morning. They've widened the tread, widened the tread smashed pedal catching rocks and armored around the root balls as well. But big news from Walker too. I mentioned it already, but the AGM is happening at the Cinnamon Bear on September 30th. Quite a few board of directors, directors election candidates on there too. Uh, more information about that, of course, on Walker's website, walker.com. So well, with that huge amount of rain, 54 mils we had on Friday, hey? Yeah, crazy. Uh, that's just at Nesters, but uh, yeah, certain areas of the Cedar Sky having more than that. But therefore, a lot of wet trails, including Lower Sprout, Industrial Disease, Green Monster. This is from reports from two days ago. Of course, it didn't rain much yesterday, and today's going to be a sunny day, so expect that it could be better tomorrow or the next day. But there was a tree down uh, yesterday across Yummy Nummy, the lower part of it, blocking the trail, and that's about four minutes from the start, so FYI on that one. But same on whipped cream, as somebody put it, greasy in spots, but that's to be expected this time of year. If you're a biker, you know that as well. So let's let you know about some events that are happening in town for this week. Uh, how about... 
If you missed DJ Witness yesterday, uh, who's a regular on the Basalt patio for happy hour on Mondays, 4 till 7, she is playing Highs. Foxy Moron as well has been playing the Highs Apre too. Uh, lots of opportunities to see live musicians that I want to let you know about. Monty Biggins has been doing uh, jam nights as well across a plethora of venues, including the Whistle Racket Club and their farmer's market. The farmer's market that's happening there is happening right through until... Uh, October 11th, I guess. That's uh, Thanksgiving. October 10th, I guess, the day before the Sunday. And sightseeing, I don't know, I'm sure you already know, but sightseeing has closed for the winter. This weekend just passed was officially the last day that the Black Home Gandhi was spinning for sightseeing. It's not going to fly until opening day on November 26th. Yeah, true fact. The Squamish Soiree went down this weekend, along with the Squamish Loggers Festival, the 64th annual one of those, actually. I wonder if you made it down. I was working, but it would have been, it looked like a hell of a day, hell of an event to witness. 64th annual time that has gone down in Squamish. Super impressive. Coming up in two days is an event and a fundraiser for Zero Ceiling, the charity that helps underprivileged youth get employment here in town and other communities. And they have a Texas Scramble golf fundraiser happening on Thursday this week. More details about that online if you want to get involved. On the 25th, underneath the Whistler Olympic Plaza roof and around that area, the municipality are still hosting their Explore and Experience programming from the summer. So expect to see music there as well. Not too sure who this week's musician will be. Remember, though, if you have any music events, like if Red Chair are playing or Introduce Wolves at a gig in town, any local musicians, if you have an event listing, and I've missed it, you know, during the week to, to let people know about, holler at your girl thewhistlepulse at gmail.com and I'll make sure people find out about it. I'm happy to uh, let people know what's going down in our mountain town. Let's see here. What else to let you know about? I do want to give you a heads up about the book club at the library because I picked up a couple good reads recently and you've still got ample time until they meet via Zoom, that is, on on Monday at 7 p.m. Monday the 27th, they're reading The Thursday Murder Club by Richard Osman. There's an opportunity to get involved with that. In October, they're reading Mexican Gothic. And then in November, The Midnight Library. Mm, Yeah, very interesting. So... I have to talk about it because it's been going down on Jerry of the Day and Whistler memes. The multiple, or I should say the multitude of people jumping from that little bridge that by Stinkies and the Brew House by the Olympic Plaza, people jumping from the bridge at night onto that very slippery stone in the stream and absolutely eating it. Saw a compilation the other day and uh, I definitely had a good giggle seeing people (laughs) just (laughs) fail. (laughs) Yeah, but don't know why that's trending. I can think of better things to do absolutely than risk my ski season, let alone my teeth. But yeah, that's going down. That's trending in Whistler right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Other news from Whistler I've been trying to pick up on is uh, from the peak, for instance. Well, how about the fact it was election day? yesterday. Did you vote? Are you able to vote? I did for the first time as a Canadian. Uh, well, I guess I voted in last year's provincial election, but got to wield my Canadian passport for the first time and vote. Absolutely thrilled about that one. So yeah, super good. Still waiting on 6,000 votes, mail-in ballots to be counted, but uh, the Liberals in the lead, but less of a majority government than they had 
initially. Mm. So uh, let's round it up, shall we? Yeah, with some birthday shout outs and some trivia, because a hell of a lot of people were born today. In fact, a lot of Whistlerites yesterday too, including uh, James Wiseman. Happy birthday to you, bud. But today we've got Ben Chandler's birthday. Happy birthday, Ben. Along with the wonderful and very caring Fraser Carey. Happy birthday to you. Fraser is the, uh, I don't know your exact title, program coordinator and master extraordinaire at Whistler Community Services Society. I've got a friend, actually, Fraser. She emailed you a resume to volunteer at the food bank and with WCSS. Uh, get in touch if you want a reference on her because she's rad. But, yeah, Fraser Carey, happy birthday to you. Love, love the work you do in our community. Absolutely amazing. And Liam Christopher Hodge, he's a big Liverpool fan and uh, I'm sure he's still licking his wounds from the whooping he got at darts on Friday night. Sorry, bud, but I hope you have a fantastic birthday today, including Robbie Brew, Tim McBride, and Graham Wilson isn't in town anymore, but was for many, many years. It's his birthday today as well. Lots of people, I'm sure, from Ski School that know him too. So happy birthday to you all. Yeah, amazing. Uh, Time for some amazing throwback facts from Stinkies on the Stroll. That's right. Because birthday boys and girls, you share your day. This is uh, super close to my heart because Tolkien's uh, The Hobbit was published actually on this day in 1937. Cool, eh? Yeah. Green Day's American Idiot album came out on this day in 2004. Ooh. NFL players began a 57-day strike on this day in 1982. Yeah, yeah, true fact. Along with another fact here, uh, for some music facts I really want to share. Real sad one. In fact, let me tell you about the really cool one here that went down in 2011. Did you know that a contract, this one was at auction, but a contract from 1965 revealed that the Beatles refused to perform in front of a segregated audience. This was in Daly City, California on August 31st, 1965. That contract actually sold for $23,000. Yeah. Um, the, in addition to that desegregation clause, the contract guaranteed the band 40000 and at least one hundred and fifty police office to provide security at the show. Way to go, Beatles, for not supporting a, se a segregated audience back then in 1964-65. Yeah, amazing. But a cool one here from Status Quo in 1991. Uh, I don't, I'm not a big fan of status quo, but they put themselves in the Guinness Book of Records by performing at four venues in one day. And don't get me wrong, the UK is pretty compact, but this is, this is, this is work. Oh my God, performed all four of their shows in a 12-hour period, mm -hmm, in 91, in Sheffield, Glasgow, Birmingham, and uh, London. Yeah, Crazy. That's a hell of a lot of work. Crazy. A year later, Creep was released by Radiohead. It didn't perform too successfully. It performed better when it was re-released on Pablo Honey, for sure. Snoop Dogg was sentenced to three years probation and 160 hours of community service on this day in 2007 for having a, um, a baton in his bag at an airport. True fact, yeah. And it's a couple birthdays today. Oh, yeah. Uh, everybody's favorite legend, Bill Murray. Yeah, turns 71 today. Stephen King turns 74. And Faith Hill's birthday today as well. She turns 54. Yeah. 
All right, let's wrap it up. It is already 8.11. But for those of you that do know that my family live in France, will uh, we'll maybe know that a cheese factory exploded there. Yeah, debris is everywhere. <laughs> okay, so today's track on the uh, playlist I've put up for September, like the Pick and Mix one, is from a Norwegian singer and songwriter. Her name is Aurora. Dead set, that's her first name. But her last name is Axness, and she just goes mononymously as Aurora. Her first album, her debut EP, rather, came out when she was just 19 years old. And I'm really loving her track called uh, Cure For Me. It's just, I don't know, really chipper, super into it. Hope you dig it to Cure For Me by Aurora. And I think that's where I'm going to have to leave it. Uh, if you didn't hear Friday's episode, I, I do want to re- uh, reassert that it was a really great opportunity to chat with Sam Mara from House Sound at Women's Center. Lots of really important information in that interview that really helps the community. Kudos again for Sam for joining us and telling us all about it and for all the work you and your team do at the House Sound Women's Center. And, okay, I'll wrap it up there. 8.12, have yourself a wonderful time in the sunshine today and for the rest of the week, and I'll catch up with you on Friday. The Whistler Pulse podcast is here for you every Tuesday and Friday morning in the summer at around 8.15-ish and is sponsored by Stinkies on the Stroll. Strolling down for all your hunger, thirst, sporting, and apres needs.